and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder, and today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout's newest addition to its family of vegan products is the Bundle of Joy. And today's episode is also brought to you by Amani and BreastPumps.com. Helping parents everywhere with the right tools, Imani recently released the Imani i1 dual breast pump featuring the quietest motor on the market. Um, but we will hear more from our sponsors later, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. If you need anything, see if you can give any of our sponsors your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and you can enter your email address and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And I love this, Real Empowerment to Breastfeed. I found this podcast when I was about three months postpartum, and it changed everything for me and my baby. I'm one of those tales old as time, first-time moms whose baby had jaundice, and I was told to time nurse, hand baby off to dad for a top-off supplement formula and pump. Unfortunately, my lactation consultant wasn't great. She took one look at my boobs and told me that they probably wouldn't make enough milk because of their shape and that I, and this is in quotes, I probably wouldn't pump four ounces when my baby was only two weeks old. She also framed telling me these things as empowerment to just use formula and not make my life harder. Hearing these things made me think so many things about myself and I was a wreck for many weeks. I told my friends I didn't make enough because I thought four ounces was the minimum and all these things, blah, blah, blah. Then I found this podcast and I realized I had been duped. I gave myself a week to be really mad and then I just leaned into the future. Baby is now seven months and is now exclusively breastfed. I don't have a freezer full of milk, but I do have a lot more knowledge than I used to. And I'm so grateful to these wonderful women for helping me and my sweet baby. Four, you oh my probably God, wouldn't pump that. four ounces. I mean, come on. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Where do people make this shit up? I don't know, man, but I, I mean, am so glad that like, like making stuff up. I feel terrible for her that she felt terrible about herself when she was doing amazing things for her baby. Like yeah. it is really hard to get off on the right foot. And then when you have things like jaundice and people telling you you need to supplement and then to end up being like this exclusively breastfeeding mom, like what a badass. But like that is just terrible that people like put you into that headspace during such I a vulnerable time. need to steal her quote for a shirt. <laughs> Be oh. mad and then lean into the future. Yes, I know. I loved that, that is part. So freaking awesome. Yeah, I did love that part. Because you don't skip like, being mad, you know, because of course, right. you know, you have to have your feelings and it's okay for women to feel anger, even though we've been told not to. And so it's like that quote, right? Like the, the truth at first, the truth will make you mad and then it will set you free or something. Mm -hmm. Something that like that. Lady. Did you just make that up? No. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the it's like the that feminist lady from the 60s. Um, oh, um, Gloria Steinem. I can't think of her name. Yeah, yeah. I think Didn't was, she say that. Yeah. If I'm I think, I, I think it was her. But I like the be mad and then lean into the future. That is yeah, so good. Yeah. I really like that too, where she was just like, I gave myself a week to be really mad. Yeah. Good for yeah, you. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
Good for you. Because yeah, I, and really I think, cool. and we talked about it a few weeks ago when we talked right at some episode, I can't remember which one where we were like, or I think it was oversupply where we were like, okay, if you're pumping like three ounces, you're bored, you're like bordering oversupply. So I don't know where yeah, exactly. a lactation yeah. consultant got four ounces from. Come on. Because people are making stuff up. Oh, I hate it. I hate everybody. Except for our little community. I like it. I hate everyone except for us. (laughs) People just make me so angry. The other day I was talking to a friend and and he was like, yeah, I try to like, you know, like listen to people who who feel differently than I do and, and, you know, try to just like understand um, things from um, another perspective. And I was like, that's really very mature of you because I'm usually just like, your opinion is wrong. (laughs) <laughs> You're just wrong. <laughs> well, because look what we're used to. Come on, like, I know. On. Yeah, because well, because pe- yeah, because they're wrong. Yeah. They just are. I'm not trying yeah. to hear your side. You're just wrong. So I think we should put that on a t-shirt. You're just wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> You're just wrong. <laughs> but I am so glad that you sent us that. It was that was awesome and. You guys can all send us reviews. We would love it. Um, if you, you know, anything you want to tell us, can put it on iTunes. That's what she did. That one was on iTunes. Um, if you want to, if you don't have access to iTunes and you want to just send us an email, that's fine too. But, and we are going to talk about my favorite topic. Yes. Overfeeding. Oh, and I know oh, we... Very, uh, that's, yes. So that's, that's why you picked that review, right? Because I mean, it, it kind of goes well. Cole oh, it does kind of go. Yeah. Oh, did you yeah. not do that on purpose? No, I didn't. I picked it because I thought it was badass, but um, oh. <laughs> I I didn't. But no, you know, you're yeah, you kind of yeah, you're right. And we just did we did something on overfeeding not too long ago. I can't remember what it was though. Not directly overfeeding, but I remember wanting to do this because I yeah. talked to a parent one one day. Um, I can't remember if it was a consult or maybe just a phone call. I can't remember exactly what the situation, but the baby was overfeeding. She was overfeeding the baby. And she was like, well, is there, is that a problem? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a problem. So then I was like, well, maybe people don't realize yeah, that it is a problem. You know, like sometimes I don't know, like I've been so in this field for so long that sometimes I think of things or people say something to me and I'm like, oh, why would anybody know that? You're right. And I'm pretty good about it the majority of the time thinking like, oh, well, of course, why would you know that, you know, you're not supposed to pump four ounces because you've never done this before. You probably you right. wouldn't know that. And then somebody tells you you have to whatever. But things like like the overfeeding when she said that to me, when she was like, well, what what's the problem with overfeeding? I guess I just kind of think of it as like we don't. Like, we don't like to overfeed. Well, at right. least I don't because then I feel gross. But well, maybe some people really like I to. I don't like but, how um, I feel, but I love to overeat all the time. Right. Yeah. No, I love to eat, but I don't like how I feel if I overeat. Right. So I guess I kind of think of it in that way that why would we want that for our babies? Because yeah. they feel the same. Don't, I mean, yeah. they're just little humans, right? Like, they're just little right. humans. But we always think that they need to have more, 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 because this is what we're always constantly being told is they're not big enough. They're not gaining enough. They're not getting enough. And so we don't realize that we can actually go too far the other way. Yeah. And we can. We can. Yeah. Um, And it is one of my, 
one of my biggest pet peeves. And I do see it a lot. Like I see it a lot. And it's really, it's frustrating. It's, you know, it really is because it's a really hard thing to come back from too. Like once you are overfeeding, it's really hard to kind of reel that in. But um, (laughs) I had a mom recently who with her newborn, like brand newborn, and it was like a whole situation where they were you know, the baby was in the NICU for a couple of days, like wasn't anything horrific, but it was, you know, well, it is any NICU stay is horrific. I'm not even minimizing it, but it wasn't like a preemie or anything like that. It was, I can't remember the, the situation. She was just being monitored for something, I think. And um, they, you know, they were giving bottles. And so, you know, they just kind of like that continued on and they would turned out that they were overfeeding. And by the time I saw them, they were only like a couple days. The baby was only a few days old. But I'm like, yeah, like, and they were giving the baby like three or four ounces and the baby was oh not even God. like a week old. Yeah. <laughs> but that was what they were told. Like she yeah. said that she went in one day and they were like, the baby had finished one of those two ounce bottles and they were like, Oh, we're going to start another one for her because she already finished one. I was <sighs> like, are you kidding me? So we talked about the overfeeding and she was like, okay, I'm going to really, and she did a really great job of like cutting it back and kind of, you know, cutting back and cutting back. And she goes, and the next time I talked to her, like a week later, she was like, yeah, my baby actually like has her eyes open sometimes. She's not in this coma, food coma all the time anymore. uh And it was just like, wow. But you don't know when it's your first baby and you've got a medical staff telling you, oh yeah, your three day old baby should be taking four ounces right now. Like, come on. I know. Yeah. You're not going to like argue with somebody in the NICU. Right. You're just assume that they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, but it's just, all right. So a couple of things that I want to make sure we talk about. First of all, is there's that phrase that's out there that everybody loves that is breastfed babies don't overeat. <laughs> everybody says that. I thought uh-huh. a breastfed baby wouldn't overeat. I thought they wouldn't overeat. I've even heard people say that to me when they're bottle feeding. And Mm. it's like, Mm -hmm. well, we all know how easy it is to overfeed by bottle, which we'll get into. But the thing with overeating, I really feel like that is a blanket statement to say like, oh, breastfed babies don't overeat. I really feel like that's a blanket statement to throw over every single newborn and every single breastfed baby because it's not, I don't feel like that's an accurate statement especially in the early days, like as your baby gets a little bit older and I'm talking like, you know, two months or whatever, they do like pull off on their own when they're full. Um, They don't latch if they don't want to eat. Like they really start to take more control of their feedings once they're, you know, a couple months old. But that first couple weeks, especially, I don't like, I really am hard pressed to think that they know. Like at at two or three days old, do they really know when they're full? Like, do they no, know how, that? No, I mean, how would they? Right, it's a sensation. Like, how do they know that? And then if you have a if you have a parent that's got a really great milk supply and a baby that likes to comfort nurse, I mean, you're gonna that baby's gonna overfeed. I see it all the time. I mean, I just I see it all the time. Yeah. But the kind of overfeeding that we're, and a lot of times, like if the baby's doing it, like sometimes it does still cause problems. But the kind of overfeeding that I see a lot is a baby that that nurses at the breast and then 
parents thinking that the baby's not getting enough. So then they top them off with a bottle. Like that kind of overfeeding right. definitely needs to like, we need to think about that because it is too much. But it happens a lot because of situations like, like this, like this, um, like our review, you know, oh, right. your baby's, you know, your baby's jaundice, feed her, then give her a supplement, feed and then give a supplement. And then you, you can't stop doing that. Like then you go home and you're like, oh my gosh, my baby's not getting enough. I need to still give the supplement. Or if there's weight gain issues, my baby's not, do, my baby's, I'm afraid if I don't do this supplement, my baby's going to lose weight. And we don't trust that the baby can actually feed from your milk supply. Then you end up with an overfed baby. Yeah. And so what happens to the baby when they're overfed? Oh my God, they're miserable. So <laughs> you get what I, what I typically see with babies that are overfed is really some really unhappy babies at times. Like they can be pretty uncomfortable. Just like we get uncomfortable if we overeat, you can get really pretty uncomfortable. More spitting up. So the spitting up thing, <laughs> sometimes I'll have people tell me like, oh yeah, my the pediatrician told me it was fine as long as he's not spitting up. It's like, who wants to eat till they puke though? I know. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is that our, <laughs> why, why is that our, our, our guideline? Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, can you imagine that as an adult? Yeah, when you when you just eat until you throw up, and then you're good, then you're full. Yeah, if you didn't throw up, then you're still yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're fine. Still room. Like, I just don't get it. So then, the, the other thing, like some babies aren't spitter uppers, really. Like some babies just really don't spit up. And then I'll ask. So I'll usually ask. That's one of the first things I'll ask. I'll be like, "Is a baby spitting up?" And be like, "No, not at all. Not really. You know, maybe here and there, but not like consistently." Are they pooping a lot? Oh yeah, constantly. Like every diaper change. So they're shitting their brains out. Like so then that's like yep. way too much. That's more waste. And when you have more waste, it's because you have more milk than what your baby needs. So or your baby's taking in more milk than they need or taking in too much of something. And they're just like, you know, pooping a lot more than what we would normally expect them to poop. And a lot of times those, I mean, like those babies have horrible diaper rashes and it's just like, so ugh, it just looks so, so uncomfortable. It reminds me of when my puppy got into his food. He like chewed <laughs> oh, through he? the bag and ate until he was like, had it look like he'd swallowed a basketball. Oh my then, God. Yeah, I know. And then it was freaky and he just shit like all day, just like every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what these babies do. They're just like pooping constantly. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And people don't realize either that that's a lot, you know, and it's like, okay, I would expect your, your breastfed baby by, you know, at a couple weeks old to be pooping, you know, a good couple times a day. And when people are like, oh no, it's at least every diaper, it's at least every feeding. All right. That's like 10 times a day. Like, do yeah. you want to poop 10 times a day? <laughs> like, that's a lot. No wonder their little butt is like raw, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's just crazy. So it's like, that's a, you know, then we're seeing that. Sometimes they're just gassier. They're more uncomfortable. They're just like... Yeah, like ugh. fussier. Yeah, fussier. Um, and then, which, then it becomes a cycle. Like, I've seen that too, where they're like fussy because they're uncomfortable. So then... Then they want to nurse more because that's where they get their comfort from. It becomes this huge like issue because then they're just like eating more and they're just like, ugh, they don't need to eat more. 
Um, and reflux. Reflux is another big one that we you see with oh, overfeeding. Yeah. It's like the more you eat, the the more the chance of the reflux is going to happen. Um, so that I definitely want to get into like why that reflux stuff happens, but maybe we'll do that like after we, after we hear from our peeps. Yeah. Should we do that? Sure. Yeah. We'll be right back. Now that Zencaster switched how they put our timings up now that I I can't like not see it now. So I'm totally fixated on this, uh- <laughs> on our timer. Yes. We're working with another update that fixed nothing. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for fixing the no, something just that was not broken. Looks different, different enough yeah, to fuck me. Just looks up, different so. a little. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packed in California, USA. Original Sprout's newest addition to their family of vegan products is the Bundle of Joy. This is a woven basket full of Original Sprout products swallowed in a white hand towel. Swaddled. Did I say swallowed? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're talking about eating. Oh, I know. No, it's not swallowed in the woven basket. Swaddled in a white hand towel and fastened with a big chrome safety pin. How cute. The Bundle of Joy makes the perfect baby shower bundle, gift bundle and just a great way to say congratulations to the expecting parent in your life. With a retail value of over $135, is being offered at the introductory price of $74.99. But as a badass breastfeeder listener, you can take an additional 25% off of this introductory price. At originalsprout.com, use code BADASS and get this gift bundle for $56.25. And as Diane said last time, she knows there's a ton of stuff in there. Oh, my God. That is a total savings of $60, making it affordable to give the gift of clean and safety tested personal care products to those you care about. Originalsprout.com, code BADASS. And today's episode is also brought to you by Imani and BreastPumps.com. Helping parents everywhere with the right tools, Imani recently released the Imani i1 Dual Breast Pump, featuring the quietest motor on the market. Experience optimal pumping with hospital strength output, as well as never-before-seen boost mode. Whether pumping from one breast or both, this smart system maintains a constant pumping pressure. Its two main cycles, Massage and Express, include multiple vacuums on each cycle. Portable, efficient, and hands-free. Find out why Imani USA products are trusted by over 46 million mothers around the world throughout their breastfeeding journey. For more information, visit ImaniUSA.com and use code BADASS for 25% off your purchase. Or you can visit BreastPumps.com forward slash Imani to place an order with your insurance benefits. That's totally awesome. Mm -hmm. And these sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talk about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You'll find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane, who can help you figure out if your baby is being overfed. Oh my God. So reflux, let's talk about that for a minute because it makes people miserable, babies included. 
I hate it personally. Um, not a fan of it. I no. did you have reflux when you were pregnant? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not like super bad, but it's horrible. Oh my god! You, I, it feels like a heart attack. It does. I remember like the first time I ever had it was when I was pregnant with Nathan and I was like newly pregnant and I was like, woke up like puking in my mouth kind of thing. And I'm like, what Ugh. is this? What is going on here? Like it was terrible. Didn't have any idea what it was. Um, and then obviously figured out it was reflux and then had it really bad with the twins. Like to the fact that I had to like s- sleep sitting up because it was just so bad. Um, but babies get it because the sphincter muscle between the stomach and the esophagus is weak, just like everything in their system is weak still when they're born. All their muscles need to tighten up. Everything needs to like, you know, come together. So they get a belly full of milk and you lay them down or you don't even have to lay them down. Sometimes they just get a belly full of milk and it just like comes up because it's more than what their stomach can handle. So it's just and they can't the muscles can't keep it down. So it just kind of like comes up. So you get babies that are can be pretty miserable with reflux if they're overfeeding. That is one of the biggest things that we see with these babies that are overfed is reflux. And then, you know, from when I was working in the peds office, like babies would come in or people would call, oh, my baby's really fussy or this is happening or they're waking, like it wakes them up during the night, then they can't sleep because they're, you know, they're refluxing. And he goes, okay, let's, you know, let's put them on medication or I get families that'll contact me about this. The baby's super fussy. Is it something I'm eating? Blah, blah, blah. And they just kind of like, Oh, it must be reflux. Put them on medication. Not looking at the weight gain that is like out of control. And it's like, because this baby is being overfed. That is why the baby's getting way too much to eat. And it's like a lot of this can be controlled by just watching that weight gain. But I feel like it's so much of it sometimes is cultural. Like you were saying in the beginning, like people are like, Oh, Got to got to put the weight on. You got to have a fat baby. You got to get them chunked up. You got to make sure that they're you know gaining a lot of weight. So overfeed them, feed them till they puke. Right. And it's just you know, or you'll hear people. Say, I'll be like, how much you know? How much are you supplementing with? Oh, you know, I'm supplementing with two ounces after every feed. Like two ounces after every. That's a whole feeding in and of itself. So, well, that's what they told me that they said. You know, just feed the baby until he doesn't want anymore. How did how does your baby not know? Like how do how do they know that? They're like literally a couple of days on the planet. How do they know that they don't want anymore? They don't have the ability to stop that. Their suck reflex is an involuntary reflex. So you put the bottle in and you leave it there, and they're just going to suck the whole thing down. I mean, there's yeah, they, they can't whether stop they want themselves. it or not, they can't stop it. Yeah, yeah. So that's they're the big. They, yeah, that's the that's the thing that is like the thing with bottle feeding, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like that's just and and I mean even a baby that can, even a baby that's a little older, when they're flat on their back and they have a bottle in their mouth, like what are they supposed to do? It's like a turtle <laughs> trapped on their like shell. It's like they can't, you know. I mean, I yeah. would be able to just like slap someone, but like the baby can't. They're just there, you know, and this is where we get into like pace bottle feeding and we get into like a lot of caregivers overfeeding babies because nobody knows mm-hmm. how to use a bottle. Yeah. Once again, no one's taught how to do any of this. So another thing that happens with overfeeding, and I did find this in a research study recently. I can't remember why I was looking at it. It might have been because of that 
that mother that I saw that was like, is it a problem to overfeed? Um, Mm -hmm. But I did recently find a research study or uh, several actually that said that baby, when you're, when an infant, when you're overfed as an infant, that is one of the leading factors of obesity later on in life. So this is a Mm -hmm. big deal. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah, my baby had too much to eat. And I'm not talking about those babies that are just like naturally just eat on their own and they control it or whatever. They're doing what they want to do and then they're fine. This is like you are, we know this baby is being overfed and we're doing it anyway kind of thing. Um, yeah. Breastfed babies, like they are, if they are kind of left, like I said, the first couple weeks, first month or so, like they really, you know, they really don't know what they're, you know, what's kind of going on there. They'll just eat, eat, eat. If you let them eat, eat, eat. But if you are actively giving them an extra supplement afterwards that they that doesn't need it, that's where we're going to kind of like run into trouble with this stuff. And then I feel like too, and I mean, I've heard people say this. I don't know what your thought is on it, Abby, but they'll say like, then the more you give them, then the more they're going to want. Because if you've already kind of stretched their stomach out with extra food, and then you try to take that away, then they're going to be more hungry. And I don't know, I don't know if that's accurate or not. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it's I, I, just it doesn't sound accurate to me. Like a stretching yeah. a stomach out. I don't know. Is that a yeah, thing, or is that just something we say? I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I do know that for sure. Like those research studies did say that over overfeeding as, which is why they say that formula feeding is led like leads to obesity like that is a big trigger for obesity mm-hmm. too but it's probably mm-hmm. more of because a lot of babies that are bottle fed are overfed it's yeah. a very very common thing to overfeed by bottle mm-hmm. um and it just you know this goes back to not knowing baby behavior mm-hmm. not you know not realizing what is accurate you know and not, Sometimes too, like when people say to me, oh yeah, the doctor told me to, or the NICU or whoever told me, you know, that four ounces was fine. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, I thought that was a lot, but that's what they told me. It's like, if that's what your instinct is telling you, then you're probably right. Like that's, it's too much. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, these poor babies are really uncomfortable. So a baby at the breast, mm-hmm. that baby's not going to overeat. Is that right? Likely they won't as they get bigger. But like, so you know how people always say, oh, babies come off when they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the early days. Like we know those babies, like when your baby is like four days old, they're just going to stay there all day if they can. Like right. that's their spot, right? So they're just right. going to stay there. So people kind of go into breastfeeding going, well, I thought the baby was just going to come off when they're done. There is so much bad information out there. It's yeah. not even funny. It's not so even. people are like, oh, well, I thought the baby was just going to come off when they're done. It's like, yeah, as they get a little bit older and they're more in control of their feedings, they'll absolutely come off when they're done. But in the first couple of weeks, they'll stay there all day. Like, And then people complain that the baby's taking too long to eat and I must not be making enough milk. And then they keep giving them more food because the baby was on there for 45 minutes and just wants to be on the breast all the time. So they must be starving. So this is stuff. It's like seeing a lactation consultant or talking to one, obviously not this one that our reviewer had, but (laughs) like talking to one that can really help you to identify this stuff as what's normal 
normal newborn behavior, what to expect from your baby is really important. Because if you are like, oh, my baby's been on the breast, my baby's three days old, he's been on the breast for 45 minutes, he must be starving. So I'm just going to give him a two ounce bottle afterwards. Like, that's not why they're on the breast. They're not on the breast because they're start. Like, it's just... Right. And it, you, but, but you don't need to take the baby off the breast, right? Because they're going to be overeating at the breast at two days old. No, usually not. No. I mean, if I have a parent who is like, really has an oversupply problem, which oh, again uh-huh. ha- is happening way yeah. more now uh-huh. than it used to. But some sometimes those babies, you do have to kind of cut them off because they do want to just be at the breast all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just too much milk for them. Like they just, they don't need all that milk. Right. Um, and then and they being just there suck. will just create more milk. Just, right. Exactly. So sometimes you have to kind of like curb it a little bit, but you do like, you have to talk to somebody about this. And I just was talking to, I had a, um, speech language pathologist that I work closely with sometimes. And she had contacted me the other day about this exact situation. Like she has a mom who the baby is like eating too much, overeating. And they are just like, she's got way too much milk and the baby is just like, and she's timing the, you know, Oh no, I have to make him stay on for 15 minutes on each side because that's what I was told to do. So now she's fighting with this baby to stay on for longer than he really needs to. Because that's what she was told the baby should be doing. Like, it's just, we don't watch the babies at all. You know, like we just don't even pay attention to them at all, to what they're doing. And it's like this, that's a really important piece is to watch your baby. Yeah. I, yeah. One, I mean, one of the, one of my favorite things (laughs) when I first had Jack was that he would just stay latched on all day and we would literally just sit. Yeah, yeah that's what they do as like newborns, the right? Entire day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I liked it. And I guess that wasn't a problem only because I didn't have an oversupply, right? But that's, I think, I feel like that's going to be the normal experience. Right, right. What exactly. to expect is the baby being there all day, and that is not a problem. That is not a sign right. of something wrong. That's just their, that's where they want to be. Right. But everybody thinks it's a sign that there's something wrong. So then right. they follow up with a bottle. Right, right. And it's like, it's not necessarily, and I always tell parents too, like, you know, he'll stay there all day if you let him, which is fine. Because I always have people too that ask me like, well, is it wrong that the baby's on there all the time? It's like, no, Mm -hmm. it's not. It's fine. But people are like, well, you know, like, it's fine. As long as you're not like in pain or anything like that, it's not a painful latch. You're not uncomfortable. It's fine for the baby to hang out there all day. Like that's bringing them comfort and security and like helping them settle in from into life. Yeah. But if it's painful, then, you know, you can't leave that baby there all day hurting you either. But again, right. you you have to see somebody like you have to make sure that you, you know, that that's not happening, but realizing that that's normal Instead of being like, okay, the baby's feeding for 40 minutes, so I must not have enough milk. So I need mm-hmm. to. So now you've got a baby that you just double fed that didn't right. need to be double fed because we don't realize what baby behavior is like here. Right. Yeah. In our world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When they're latched on for a really long time and they're just kind of staying there, everyone gets kind of worried. Yeah. And it's really, and this is Instead one of the of things I'm sitting I, down and just watching TV or something, which is what I did. Right. 
<laughs> I was like super happy to do that too. I was like, I can't, I mean, you know, you're like pregnant forever. Yeah. And then you're in labor and then you have this baby, you're completely exhausted. For me, it was just like, oh, I, I just like, I'm so happy that I can just sit here the whole entire day. Oh no, people want to like do stuff. Like that's, I that's the thing that to. kills me. <laughs> like, I know, like I have people that are like, oh, I, I got to do stuff. I got things to do. Like I got to, you know, we have pictures and I've got to do this and, you know, I've got to do that. And it's just like, there's, everybody's so busy. Like nobody wants everybody's to very stop busy. and hang yeah. out with their baby, which is what your baby needs. And then people are like, why is my baby a fuss budget? And it's like, because now they're on the planet and nobody cares that they're here. So it's, you know, like, I don't know. It's like, so it's crazy. Like, it's really kind of crazy. Um, but I, know, I had it, somebody messaged me recently and they were like, um, they were like, how she was like a pumping questions. Like, how long do I know? How long should I pump for? And, you know, something like that. And um, the baby's like, I think a week and a half old. And she's pumping. And I said, so I just want to, you know, because I wanted to talk to her about like, over you know creating an oversupply yeah. and like you know go easy like i said so what why are you pumping like are you like i wanted to know like well you know are we like going back to work are we like what's happening and she was like i just want to you know have a little bit of a stash in case like i want to go out or something like that and i i you know i was like i was i'm so impressed like in that case, because I, when I first had Jack, like I, I now first had Jack, whatever, Jack's 11 and Exley's eight and I still don't leave them. Yeah. Like I don't like, there's very rare that I like that I leave them. And here's somebody who just had a baby who has the wherewithal to think about, oh, maybe I would like to go do, you know, something for myself or, you know, just have some, I, I don't know. I was just like, wow, I was never in that headspace. And I, I feel like there's something kind of healthy about that. Like not kind of healthy. I think it's very healthy that she just mm -hmm. had a baby. She's clearly not. Well, okay. This was like a very short conversation. So I'm making all kinds of assumptions just to make this point. But like she was thinking about, you know, socializing and, you know, doing things that like a anxious, depressed person, you know, like I was, wasn't at all thinking about. Yeah. I was in like the darkness, but I was like, oh, that's really nice that she's kind of thinking about like, you know, I don't know, just doing something for herself. Anyway, that was a really long like tangent yeah. for something. I can't even remember now why I said but that. But it, it is, it is happening way sooner than it needs to though. I really well, and feel I said, like. I said, yeah. be careful because this is a time where you could create an oversupply. And so, you know, we talked about that. Yeah, but it was it, just that kind of headspace of like, oh, you know, her wanting to do something, and uh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of nice. Yeah, no, it is, and it's fine. Like I always tell people, like it's fine if you want to go, you know, go out or have a bottle here and there. Like it's, and people almost talk about it like they're like ashamed, you know, be like, well, I kind of want a little bit of milk put away just in case. And it's like everybody gives a bottle at some point. Like it's not. You know, the majority of people, not everybody, but the majority of people do give a bottle at some point because probably, you know, a huge percentage of parents go back to work. So you're going to have to, you know, be able to give bottles at that point. And sometimes you do want to just like get out of the house and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's okay. But you don't need to start that stash at three days or at four days or at a week. Like it's too soon. And you are really risking an oversupply. And then I have people that are trying to get an oversupply because they do have to go back to work. 
So it's like yeah. but that oversupply really causes a lot of problems. And we've, well, you know, we did yeah. an episode on that. It does cause a lot of problems. It does. It causes a lot of problems. And it, it, again, with the overfeeding, you know, mm-hmm. then there's just too much milk for the baby. But people think that's how much, I mean, we already talked about this in the oversupply episode, but people think then that that's how much you're supposed to have. Right. And that's normal. And then we're supposed yeah. to just have this baby drinking all these thousands of ounces of milk. And it's not realistic. And that's kind of the thing with like the over, like I really think people don't realize that babies can overfeed because there is that whole, you know, idea looming of a breastfed baby will not overeat. And it's like, I mean, I think that's a, pretty bold blanket statement. And I know I said that in the beginning of the episode, but I've definitely seen it happen. Um, and it just, it's, we don't want, like, if you don't realize that it can happen and you don't realize, well, oh, you've got a lot of milk, your baby's getting a lot of milk. And sometimes too, like, like the situation with that, um, the speech language pathologist had called me about was that mom was so sore and we were kind of thinking that it was because the baby was really clamping to kind of slow the flow of the milk down because the flow was so fast for the baby. So it's like when you have too much milk and the baby's getting a lot of milk, things start happening to try to slow things down or to, you know, like you're getting clues, you're getting spitting up, you're getting diaper rashes, you're getting sore because your baby is biting down and clamping down to try to slow that milk down. Like you're getting, you know, babies that are just like, sputtering all the time that are just like full of milk and uncomfortable and reflux. And, you know, it just, those are signals. Those are signs that, you know, maybe it's going a little too well. You know what I mean? Like it just, there's too <laughs> much milk. Have we, too much of a good thing. Yeah. Like it's just, we need to calm that down. Um, and it just, people just don't go, oh, I didn't realize that a baby could get too much. Well, yeah, they're just like us. You Take too much and it's too much. I mean, just because it's milk, you know, I mean, doesn't mean they're not going to get too much of it. Right. But we also do not want to overfeed them. We don't want babies to get into a place where they're being overfed all the time because that can lead to different problems down the line, like those research studies were saying about the obesity later on in life. And you really do have to be, you know, there's something to that. Right. Well, thank you, Diane. That was very yeah. informative, as usual. <laughs> well, I feel like I was just ranting more, but it really like I like the overfeeding thing. I really have a huge problem with because I feel like it's just so all over the place. Like people yeah. are just doing well, it all the time. I don't think people think about it. I don't think they think about it. I don't think people realize how much weight their baby's supposed to gain. Um, because then they're like, "Oh yeah, the doctor said the baby gained a you know a pound in three days, and isn't that great?" And I'm like, "What the hell? Like that is crazy." But, you know, who am I? What do I know? I'm not a doctor. So. Oh, yeah. You're not a doctor. So. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, you know, I don't realize that a baby's not supposed to gain a pound in three days. But. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just <laughs> crazy. But, yeah. So a lot of it, I feel like a lot of it is based on the messages that society is putting out there for us that are all wrong. Wrong. But, um. So having the knowledge behind it is really important. That's it. Well, thank you for giving that to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.